Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted Christmas. Again? I'm Candice, and with me is my co-host, Arzu. Hey, Arzu. Hello. So last time, Bree and I talked to Patty from No Guilt Disney Podcast, and we found out later this is like Arzu's favorite of the movies on our list to cover. And she has things to say. And honestly, this is the one I watched the most as a child, other mm-hmm. than I think, like King of Thieves, because that is a classic. Yes, 100%. But yeah, Arzu, what are your feelings about Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas? Okay, so like you, this was, I think, my most viewed. It was this one and King of Thieves. Like, those were yeah, those the two that really mwah, stuck classics. out. Even Return of Jafar, kind of, I didn't love. So this it was this one and King of Thieves. But like, I love Christmas. I love Christmas movies. And this one to me felt like the most of the sequels, not counting King of Thieves, but this one felt like super emotional to me as an eight-year-old. I was like, there is romantic angst in this movie. Like if anybody wants to know why I am the way I am, we can point directly at Beauty and the Beast and then point further at Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas, because oof, the romantic drama in this one. And like, there's that, the music, which I think holds up. Mm-hmm. As and long as there's Christmas, is a bop. It is truly a bop. The, okay, the the or, pipe organ song, maybe not so much. But the rest it's of that. It's Tim Curry. It's Tim Curry, who we love, who is a yeah. legend. But, like, maybe the song doesn't hold up. But I don't know. I just absolutely love this movie. And, like, when I you know, became a waffle and found out about this series. And I was like, ooh, Enchanted Christmas. Of course it was already gone. But I am so glad we're talking about this again. (laughs) This one, I just feel like even Disney understands its importance because we talked about this in that episode too, is like this is represented in the parks unlike any other sequel. Like Pocahontas is still with John Smith. In Fantasmic <laughs> at the end. There is no John Rolfe. John Rolfe does not exist. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, there's no Melody, Ariel, and Eric's daughter no. in the parks or anything. Even though I've heard, like, kids ask, like, Ariel before. And, like, she'll be like, oh, she's at school. The other fishes. You know, something cute like that. Aww. But this movie, Belle is in her Christmas dress, the red one. Which, if they ever make it in my size, somebody please let me know. Yes, don't I think they have it on sale for kids? Little yes, girls. we we used to carry them at the Disney store. Yes, it was like the uh, deluxe costume for Christmas. Ooh, yeah. So you can meet her in her Christmas outfit at um, Epcot, which I totally like. I didn't meet her, but I saw her in it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm one of the glorious up close. It was beautiful. It had so many ruffles. <sighs> And it it. was like, it had like gold thread too. So it like shimmered. Mm. So it was was just beautiful. And she, Belle looked lovely. I'm not going to say that, but like Belle looked lovely there because that was Belle. Yes. And uh, yeah, so she's in the Christmas parade when you do Mickey's Very Merry Christmas. And when you go to Be Our Guest during Christmas time, which is amazing. So outside they have like, the windows when they're not really windows but they're windows but they have the snow falling they had the christmas tree up and angelica <gasps> played by bernadette peters in this movie she's a christmas angel that's what she turns into like right. all the servants but she's on top of the christmas tree 
Okay, so I will be coming to Florida for Christmas purely to see this because I I cannot overstate how much I love this movie. It's it's just very interesting like all this is in the parks, you know? Because it's so it's so easy and I think like I think too the the generation it came out like it came out in what 1998 like mm-hmm. right in the middle of all of these of 1997. All of these classes, yeah. 1997. There we go. Even better. So all of these Disney movies that we see like represented in the parks and stuff, this came out at the same time as all yeah. of these. And granted, it was a sequel, but consider who is the generation currently going to the park, who is the generation that's starting to have kids and taking them to the park. Like, I feel like I don't want to speak for everybody. I can't. But I feel like we remember this about on par with the other movies that came out back then. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you were a Beauty and the Beast fan and especially if you had parents who were buying you the VHSs to keep you quiet for a few hours. (laughs) (sighs) Honestly, like, I I love that this has such a such a presence. No, I remember like dancing around the living room with my sister as long as it's Christmas, you know? Yeah. Like watching it at night, like in nightcaps, just swirling around, just being so like, you know, happy memories with that because it was Beauty and the Beast. That was like or jam you know <laughs> i i remember like being a kid and seeing the the story song yeah the bell sings uh, and like just the animation there because it was so different from the rest of the story because it all looked like storybook pages and like like a different kind of illustration and whatever just thinking that that part in particular was so beautiful because it really jumped out as being like the fantasy within the fantasy mm-hmm. which again if you ever want to know why i wound up the way i did Please watch this movie. It explains so much about <laughs> Origin Story. So we watched the other Bell's Magical World. Yes. Which was actually like three episodes of a failed TV series. Yeah. And we talked about this before about like how it seems like the Beast is just like learning the same lessons over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's more forgiving like with this one maybe because we watched it as kids and also like – yeah, I think we we are more forgiving of this because of when we saw it, because we saw it as kids, because we are told that this is set during Beauty and the Beast. And also, I think it builds on it because mm-hmm. the point this is set is after the wolves, I'm guessing, yeah. for the library. Yeah. So because it's, it's like, such after, a- yeah, it's after she like. She's allowed to leave her room, you know? Yeah, like she, <laughs> she actually could... wants to go out, out into the palace. So, yeah, you know, they, they've got that loose understanding from the wolves. But, you know, one rescue does not a romance yeah. make. So, you know, they've kind of got like, okay. I think Mrs. Potts actually says that. Like they'd started to become friends after that. But he's also been a beast for 10 years and doesn't know how to talk to people. So this movie he's... is him like learning to talk to people. He's also like 20 yeah like let's be fair and never talked to a girl before and suddenly a very pretty girl is living in his house and he's like i'm just gonna give her the whole library (laughs) (laughs) yeah because the something there with the bird scene it's snowing so you can really mm -hmm. see like that happening in january yeah and then him giving her the library like end of january valentine's day oh the valentine's day gift (laughs) that's that's what it is that's why he wants to do something for her like why today because it's valentine's day yeah because it was snowing during the wolf scene too so we could say that was like late november 
Yeah. Right? Oh, look at us. We got the timeline all figured out. It doesn't even know? have to be late November because the it could be early Enchanted Christmas kicks off on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's true. So yeah. It could it be any time in December. Yeah. What? Yeah, because Belle, like, leaves her father's house and goes to the castle in autumn because we see yeah. all the leaves. So let's say she's there for a couple weeks in between the wolf fight and Christmas Eve. So she gets to the Beast House on, like, December 1st. She's there for a few weeks. They're not really gelling. And then Christmas. No, because wait, wait, wait. The wolf she, fight happens right away. Yeah, the wolf fight happens. Yeah, the wolf fight happens like right away because it's right after Be Our Guest. They're like, don't go to the yeah, last so week. Like and then she like hours. abandons Cogsworth and Lumiere. But it still start snowing then. Yeah. And then like, and, between the wolves and Christmas. Like, yeah, we'll and you know, weeks. the beast got to get better because he got injured because uh-huh. Bell ran into the wolves. Because the wolves bit him. Yeah. So oh. by the time, and it's, you know, 17th century France. It's going to take him a while to like bounce mm-hmm. back because polysporin isn't a thing. So, you know, by the time he's feeling okay and ready to try ice skating, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, exactly. There we'll we go. It all, it all worked. But I do think it kind of deepens the the lesson. And maybe I'm reading too much into this, but that's what I do. Um, Like when she goes down to get the log for the fire and she's talking about like making wishes and he's like, oh, is this what you wished for? I'm like, ouch. Because even you know this is miserable. And like that, that hurt on like a story yeah, beast, level. You're the one who did this to her. First of all, yes, you did yes, this to her. <laughs> second of all, it's like you did this to her, but you also realize that this is a prison that you are stuck in. Yeah. And like the pain and the angry sad boy. And do you see why this has informed so much of my personality? It explains so much. It explains so much. I think Aladdin explains a lot about me. <laughs> uh, the roguish charmer. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. There's a reason you like Flynn Rider so much. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's also just nice to, you know, see your favorite characters celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I agree. And there's the cute end credits, not end credits, the end scene where we see like Prince Adam and like Belle. And like, on the balcony and he gives her a rose in a box and like. Yeah. And you see Chip like having a good time. He's human again, finally. <laughs> If I think about Chip too hard, I get a headache because he looks eight. They've been furniture for 10 years. I don't know where Chip came from or what happened to his siblings. I just can't think about Chip too hard. I I can't still think about the siblings. It's one good thing the live action thing did was not give him siblings. Not give him siblings and not give a specific time frame. Yeah, because like Mrs. Potts is like, go in the cupboard with your brothers and sisters. And I was like, Mrs. Potts got busy because there's like a dozen cups in there. We and never also, see Mr. Potts, but clearly, clearly Mr. Potts has got something going for him. Yeah. If and, they have that many kids. But also Mrs. Potts is like, I got a favorite because we never see her with Maybe any of the kids. all the children of the palace staff turned into teacups yeah. and she's just kind of taking them all in because their parents are like dressers Toilets? or spoons or something and they can't take care of them yeah it's just weird yeah but yeah it was nice to see you know Belle and adam like you know good as humans yeah (laughs) a nice christmas in their giant palace like honestly where do i sign up the revolution hasn't started yet there's no revolution in this continuity okay (laughs) i won't allow it (laughs) it's 1700s they're gonna get it they're gonna escape they're going to okay. escape 
somewhere safe. Okay. Like Switzerland. Maybe. It's not helpful. Or they go to England and Jane Porter is a descendant of theirs. And that's why you imagine the French monarchy running to England, England being totally okay with this. Yeah, I know. But they're they're just like, we are British. (laughs) Hello. No, because there's that theory because in Tarzan, Jane has a like a a teak set that looks like Mrs. Mrs. Potts and chips. Yeah. So who knows? As long as nothing happens to my precious babies. I just love them so much. Such a good movie. It's such a good movie. (laughs) It's a classic. It's a classic. I watch that every year along with Mickey's Christmas Carol. Like and Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes. Yes, yes. Muppets is newer to me, but the other two every every year. Without fail. Oh, no. Muppets. I've been watching since I, I saw that one in theaters. I remember because my mom's like, do you want to go in the daytime or the evening? I'm like, evening, like a grown up. <laughs> did that last or did you fall asleep? No, I, I was I was awake, especially when like the Christmas past, uh, no, Christmas future came up and I was Ooh. like, oh, no. <laughs> Waking nightmare. Yes. My childhood nightmare right there. Anything else you would like to say about this amazing movie, Arzu, since this is your chance to shine? Watch it. Watch, watch it. Okay, it. that's a good one. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If you have seen it, watch it again. Um, I just I can't say enough about it without just turning into like fangirl rambling. But honestly, if you it is the it's like fan fiction. It's a Christmas AU mm-hmm. with all of the angst, some fluff, like an antagonist that comes out of nowhere, but we needed it for the fan fiction. Yeah, that we never heard of before. Never heard of before and we'll never Which hear of is again. Played by Tim Curry, who's chained to the basement as a giant organ, who doesn't want to be human again because he likes being the organ who the master listens to now. It's just it's what we've got the beast punching through ice because Belle fell into the river. Like Independent woman over here, me, 100%. But at the same time, <laughs> it's a little something to be said for a guy punching through the ice for you. So, yes. I'm just saying that uh, we recorded our Snowden at the House of Mouse episode before this, even though it's coming out next week. No, in two weeks. We talked about, about Follow the Beast in that one, too. Uh, yeah. God, we got things to say about those two. <laughs> You should definitely listen to that one because of just the sheer number of times I say the word monster f***ing. I have to beat this too. Okay. Well, uh, you should subscribe. Definitely if you want to hear this kind of gold because we are. Because it's unfiltered. Unfiltered Christmas magic here at Straight Out of Home Video. Yes. Um, this is what happens when you have millennials like <laughs> grow up and realize like a lot of their tastes were like shaped by like Disney movies. Oh, anything I do, I'm like, oh, I wonder why I'm like this. You can probably trace it back to a Disney movie. And more often than not, you can trace it back to Beauty and the Beast in some capacity. I don't even know where to go from there. All right, just really quick, since you didn't play this game last time. Oh, no, I didn't. What do you think the critic score was for this movie? 57%. 13%. Critics suck. Yeah. Well, there were only eight reviews. Okay. What do you think the audience score is? 70%. 55 percent i hate everybody <laughs> i give it a hundred percent no i give it 95 percent 
There's a couple awkward moments here and there, but 95% for me. Common Sense Media said, it's far scarier than you might expect for a Disney holiday title. Well, yeah, that organ is no joke. Nope. But overall, yes, go watch it. We did a second episode about this specific movie because it's so freaking good. Damn right. And it's just the best way to start our holiday season recapping and reviewing. Because that's what it's going to be all of November and December. Happy holidays, everybody. Yes. And you can find us at thegeekywaffle.com, geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, the geeky waffle on Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, where you can find more about our inappropriate thoughts and things like that. Make sure to subscribe to get notified whenever we got a new episode. We hope you have a happily ever after until the organ in your basement decides it wants to stay in Oregon and I don't know. Stop you from falling in love. Yeah. It, it's With weird. your monster boyfriend. It's so weird.